Money, Riches, and Wealth is sponsored by the Financial Consulate. Say you don't need no diamond rings and I'll be satisfied. Tell me that you want the kind of things the money just can't buy. I don't care too much for money. Money can buy me love. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Money, Riches, and Wealth. Here's your host, Drew Tignanelli. This is Drew Tignanelli here, Money, Riches, and Wealth, here with Christopher John O'Shea. Christopher, how are you? I'm doing great, sir. I got my yawn out of the way right there, so it's good to be with you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Mickey uh, Michael P. McCarthy is out in Denver, Colorado, for the big Schwab Impact Conference. That's a big conference Schwab does every year. We're a Schwab FA advisor, and we're a Fidelity advisor, and a TDA Ameritrade advisor. But Schwab's our biggest relationship. So Mike's out there pressing the flesh and uh, seeing what he can come up with. Uh, new ideas for the consulate to continue to provide uh, professional advisory services to our clients. Um, but tonight we're on an open show, Chris, 410-922-6680 if the way you can call in and ask a question. 410-922-6680 if you want to call and direct the conversation and say, hey, this is the topic that I care about. I don't care if Mike's out at Schwab Impact. This is what I want to talk about. This is what could make a difference in my personal finances. You could answer this question. It could help me, and I could, uh, you know, really be benefited if you can give me an answer on this question. So that uh, phone number again is 410-922-6680, 410-922-6680. Yep. Um, I'm going thing- uh, to open up so everyone knows that we're an open show and we've got no callers online at this point. Wait for it. What's that? There's a little uh, there's yeah. a little bell here right in front. What's so, the bell mean? Uh, the morning, some, somebody during the day must have a use for this. So I thought, hey. I think you bet you Sean and Bruce use that thing for something, you know. I'm sure it is some kind of fire so. drill or whatever, but there it is. <laughs> anyway, we're on an open show, 410-922-6680 if you want to call in and ask a question. Um, one thing I wanted to address to our listeners out there, if you work for a company and you're close to retirement, and in your retirement pension plan, you could get a lump sum, like uh, Verizon employees can take a lump sum from their pension. Northrop Grumman, a few a few of their pensions can be taken in a lump sum. McCormick and Company, if you've been there long enough, they could take a lump sum. Baltimore Gas and Electric, I believe, Exelon has some form of lump sum that right. you can take. Yep. And here's the point that I want to make. If you know that when you retire, you can take your monthly pension as a lump sum, be aware, be aware that December 1st, they changed the interest rates. The interest rates have been relatively low up right. until December 1st. Sure. And, uh, and the lower the interest rate, the higher the lump sum. And then once that interest rate is increased, and, and who decides who that what interest rate is? PBGC, the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, determines what that interest rate is that uh, corporations must use to calculate your lump sum. Well, that's going up because interest rates have gone up so much this year. And when interest rates go up a lot, the uh, interest rate on the lump sum pension calculation goes up. Well, guess what? Your lump sum is going to go down. It could be as much as 20 to 40 percent, depending on the uh, age of you and your, um, you know, and the amount of money that you could, you potentially could get. 
it could go down a good 20, 30, 40%. So you think you're going to get a $500,000 pension? You may only get a, a $400,000 or a $350,000 lump sum after December 1st. That's why a lot of people are accelerating their retirement into November and not waiting until after December 1st. So yeah, I'm because, sure that a sure, lot but, of people already know this, but I just wanted to bring it up. Go ahead. It's a great point because it's trying to bid a dollar amount of what a future monthly payout is. So They've promised you a payout by month, and so they have to discount that to the present value and say, what's that worth today? And if the interest rate's higher, yeah, then well, I mean, it's just, just a mathematical it, equation. If, yeah, if somebody gives you $500,000 and all you're getting is 2% interest on it, that's 10000 bucks a year. But if all of a sudden they say, hey, interest rates are a lot higher, it's 6% now, that's 30000 of interest that you're getting in a year on that 500000 it doesn't take as much money to uh, duplicate your monthly pension. So higher interest rates are the, are the curse of the lump sum pension. And you have to keep that in mind if you work for a company that has a lump sum pension and you're very, very close to retirement, you need to be thinking about this. Anyway, we're on an open show, Chris. Anybody on the line? No, there's not. No. So uh, we're going to be going to a pause in about 30 seconds. So why don't I just give you the number and you can call in. You'll be the first up. We'll talk about anything you want to. 410-922-6680. 410-922-6680. There's lots of great topics to talk about. This is Medicare uh, Part D, open enrollment time, picking right. your new drug plan. This is a very important time to do that. This is the time of year that your employer... Uh, offers you to change your employee benefits. And one of the ones that irritate the most out of me is people who are going with group life insurance, supplemental group life insurance, thinking you're getting some benefit. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you that I wrote an article called Group Life Insurance is Killing You. <laughs> and uh, and you should hear that when we come back. But otherwise, get on the line 410-922-6680. This is Drew Tignanelli, host of Money, Riches, and Wealth, Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., doing what a personal financial advisor should do. Is your personal financial advisor your tax expert? Is your financial advisor able to guide your estate plan? Is your financial advisor able to help with college planning, retirement planning, mortgages, Medicare, Social Security, company benefits, or as a comprehensive advisor to business owners? Is your financial advisor independent from brokerage firms or insurance companies? Is your financial advisor unable to take commissions or referral fees in direct conflict of their professional relationship with you? Is your advisor a fiduciary working in your best interest? Despite the commissions and fees you pay, you're unable to answer one question, yes. Do our financial physical and experience the difference. We are so confident that the financial physical is unconditionally guaranteed. To learn more, call 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or financialphysical.com. Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Yeah, Chris, you're telling me I have this song. Well, I have no idea what the song is, so I really don't care. You don't care. Okay, then we'll just move on. We've got uh, a couple open phone lines. Well, wait a minute. i got to do my group life thing. You know, you got to give me a second. Okay, we've I'm got gonna... two calls on, a couple open phone lines, but after ACDC Back in Black, you can go ahead with your... Uh... 
open with my group life. With so your group life. First off, we're on an open show, 410-922-6680. But uh, group life insurance. Now, think about it. You're, you're paying for group life insurance, and everybody else in the company might be buying group life insurance also. Assume that you're in good health, good, good shape, good size, good weight, et cetera, et cetera. You don't smoke. You don't have any chronic illnesses, et cetera, et cetera. And the guy next to you is overweight, got chronic illnesses, is a smoker, et cetera, et cetera, and they're paying the same rate you're paying. What did that just tell you? It tells you that you, if you're healthy and you're buying group life insurance, you are subsidizing the guy sitting next to you in the uh, company. Group life insurance is a bad deal for most people who are in good health. And it's time that uh, people start thinking about that logically. In addition, if you're in good health and you can control your own policy, which will be a lot cheaper too, believe it or not, if you leave the company, you don't lose your policy. So anyway, think about it. Group life is not a good deal normally, especially at the government. Fegley, Fegley is one of the worst things I have ever seen in my entire life. And, you know, and I'm, I'm a good absolutist, Chris, and there's an absolute Tell us what you really think, Drew. Fegley yeah. is one of the worst things I have ever experienced. Except for cancer insurance. Anyway, anyway let's go. Okay, we've got uh, Gene in Columbia. Gene, welcome to the show. Hi. I'm going to have a real simple and dumb question, but uh, I haven't itemized in three or four years. And I'm just wondering, we just spent uh, $3,000, uh, $2,000 in sales tax to buy a new car. Does sales tax enter into either the state or the federal uh, tax forms? Yeah, but you've you got to keep in mind, Gene, that the uh, tax deduction is tax sales tax, income tax, property tax, whatever kind of tax, the total is only $10,000 you can take as a deduction. Oh. Oh, that's under that, that, that thing, too. It's under salt. the yep. salt tax, yep. yeah. right? Yeah. Well, that, that leaves us out. Yeah, so... Leaves uh, most people and, out, I think. Yeah, and if you itemize and you want to take advantage of the itemization for Maryland purposes, you want property taxes, because property taxes aren't aren't uh, recaptured on the Maryland tax return. So that's what you're... You know, but sales tax would be recaptured, income taxes would be recaptured, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Well, the uh, it was you brought this up on your show several years ago. That uh, did Maryland change it where you could uh, not uh, not itemize in your federal and itemize. Yeah, no, of course. These yep. are the the biggest bandits in the world. <laughs> is the politicians in the state of Maryland? They are the most ridiculously evil group of people I've ever seen continuously ripping off the Maryland residents, and they don't have any shame about it at all, Gene. That's well, they, my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Well, they did give us a credit this year. They give you, they gave you that little it credit. Depends. Of course, it's, it's, only if, it's only if they do this and that on their budget, right. and it's only yep. if your income is exactly under $150,000. It's only for a certain amount of years. $1,001, yeah, and it's yeah. only for a few years, and, you know, I mean, come on, guys, you know, get with it. You know, do you realize how many people are leaving the state because you don't care? You don't care. Delaware, anyway, Delaware sorry, saying Gene. thank you. All right, you got Gene. Me ripped, thank you. you got me riled up there, Gene. Thanks for calling, Gene. Yeah, take a deep breath there, Drew. We've got Robert next up. Welcome to the show. Uh, uh, I got supplement uh, AARP plan F, right? The one you can't get into anymore, right? 
Right. I had it, and I still keep it. But I remember you mentioning something a few weeks ago, I think, that prices are probably going to go up, 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 because, you know, newer are people you saying that? In. How old are you, Robert? I'm 72 this year. 72. And what's the, what's the uh, monthly premium in general you're paying? Oh, man. Uh... I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, maybe it's—I'm not sure. I don't want to say because okay. I'm—I well, just don't remember. You should, at 72 it's only years, going up like 10, 15 percent a year. But I knew that was going to happen. Well, it really shouldn't. Actually, I'm not seeing that much with other companies. So, um, you know, you shouldn't be paying more than about $180 a month, in my opinion. Okay, who do you do your auto and home insurance with? Uh, <laughs> Another one of your favorites, Geico. <laughs> Geico. That Where is one of live? his favorites. Do you live inside or outside the Beltway? Well, I'm actually inside the Beltway. I'm in the city, but I am inside the Beltway. I'm no, no. I'm in the county. I'm in the county, but I'm inside the Beltway. Okay, so you're inside the Beltway, so that's what counts. And so you know, you should always quote Erie Insurance just in case. But Erie's got a great supplemental. A Medicare policy, uh, but only if you have Erie homeowners and, and auto insurance. So uh, that's important that you have their auto and home insurance. But if you can, but you mentioned you know to go to Part to G, you had to get underwritten, right? And no, I that's got correct. Medical problems, so I don't know. But how the, that, the, but the, you, you don't understand Medigap underwriting isn't like other underwriting. You really have to be in pretty darn bad shape for them to deny you in the underwriting of a Medigap policy. Uh, no, I'm not in that bad shape, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's not like, it's not like you think of underwriting, whereas if you have a medical problem or two, they're going to deny you. It really requires you to be in really bad shape that they're going to deny you and so forth. But without, I would, I would I, definitely be... you, though, do the, do, is there a tier structure that, you know, the, the sicker you are, the worse, the... the... You know, no, 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 it's no, just no. age. The, it's just age rated. Age rated. Everybody's the same, regardless how sick you are compared to the other guy. Ah, uh, so, so I'm um, not. I'm not too bad. No, so I yeah. You know, Chris, if you have, uh, you think? Uh, I mean, I've been holding off because. Uh, you well, should be quoting other companies. G, but if the price goes way up, that's you no should good. be quoting other companies. You do not want to get stuck in Plan F, especially in the ARP community-based rating policy. Because as that pool continues to shrink, you're going to see bigger and bigger increases. And don't assume 10 and 15% increases are logical because they are not. It's, uh, it's AARP makes a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money off of the uh, Medicare supplemental they sell. Well, give me, give me some suggestions where else I might look. I know you're not well, Chris, do you, exactly, do you but have, you know, uh, some other place. Uh, you hold on, Robert. Theory, hold on, Robert. Okay. Robert, hold on. Chris, do you have Barbara's phone number? Uh, I was just looking to see uh, her email address is barb at bhimedicare.com. That's barb at bhimedicare.com. So Barb Hornoff is somebody that we've used, uh, and she really keeps a, a tab on what's going on in the market with uh, Medigap policies and so forth, and she sells them. And, you know, we feel that she's very honest and does a good job. She can give you a fair valuation as to whether you can get a better policy and what your chances are being medically underwritten and all that kind of stuff. 443-299-6854. 
That's 443-299-6854. Wonderful. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right, sure. Take care. Let us know how it works out for you. And let her know that we were the ones that told you to call because, you know, she'll know that if she treats you uh, wrong, we're going to be all over. (laughs) (laughs) She's nice. She treats everyone the same. And we don't get anything for it. There's no referrals or anything. I understand. We don't get anything. But we want to make sure she takes care of Robert Wright. Yep. 296854. Thank you, guys. All right. right, Take care. We've got several phone lines, 410-922-6680. Vicki, if you hang on through the break, we'll get you on the way out of it. This is Money, Riches, and Wealth. back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. That's a theme song from uh, Clint Eastwood's Josie Whale. Anyway, <laughs> we're back. Uh, Money, Riches, and Wealth, and we have Vicki on the line, right? Is that what you said? We do. We have several open phone lines, so let's go to Vicki and then call in because we have several open phone lines at 410-922-6680. Hi, Vicki. How are you tonight? Hi, I'm well, thank you. I appreciate your uh, taking the time to give me some advice. Yeah, okay. So great. here's the thing. Uh, a friend of mine was advised to invest funds in the MDS Shale Development LP. It seems to be a tax advantage. 70% of your investment um, is taken off of your 2022 income. Do you know anything about that or if it's good or bad? Or I... So wait, wait a minute. So you're saying that they're being told that if they put in, say, $10,000, let's just use that number, mm-hmm. that you're going to get a tax deduction for, like, 50000 no, I mean, for 5000 So if you put if you put $10,000 in, in your example, you put $10,000 in in this, this shale development LP company, and then in your tax, you get a tax credit because it's energy of $7,000. You get your write-off from your taxes. Mm, not familiar with it. Uh, I'm not saying it's not true. Uh-huh. I'm just saying I'm not familiar with it. I'd have to see it. Uh, I don't know. MD- I've, never, I've never seen anything. It's just MD- all MDS, as in Sam, 2022 Shell Development LP SEC registration. Yeah, that sounds very correct. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not familiar with yep. any tax credit that's given for yep. a um, uh, a drilling uh, shale oil drilling company. Right. Um, there could be because I don't do tax returns for shale oil drilling companies. Um, but I'm always skeptical of any investment that leads with tax uh, benefits, <laughs> you know, because I've been around since uh, 1979. And mm-hmm. in when we first got into the business, people were telling me, look at these investments. You can put in $10,000 and write off 40000 and after taxes, you'll make 18000 in tax savings. And, uh, and so people were doing them left and right, obviously. It made perfect sure. sense, right? right. Except, except <clears throat> the deals never economically made any money, number one. And number two, the IRS challenged them all. <laughs> oh. and, so, and so, you know, a lot of people bought those deals 
and uh, you know got some tax benefit and a lot of them lost because they ended up having to defend themselves against the IRS and so forth some of them were legitimate some of them were legitimate because they did subsidize section 8 housing and they were really getting the deduction but all they ever got was like a uh, 50% extra amount of money on the tax savings but almost all the deals economically worked worked out to be worthless and okay. uh so, you know, I, anytime somebody leads with tax benefits, Vicki, mm -hmm. I shudder and I do extra research or due diligence when okay. I look at something like that. So. so they're talking about intangible costs, that a high percentage of them are intangible costs. And yeah. so they're working that angle. Well, yeah, um, but uh, I don't know where the tax credits come from. I can imagine you might get tax write-offs. From the intangible cost, Chris, but I don't know where they're going to get tax credits. Yeah, no, just tax deduction. They're saying you get a tax yeah. deduction. So, so if it's a tax deduction, is that still a good deal? Well, if you if you put in ten thousand, you write off seven thousand. Okay. Right. So depending on what tax bracket you're in, so let's say the you're in the higher tax bracket. Yeah, let's say you're in the thirty-seven percent tax bracket. Yeah. So you put in ten thousand, you write off seven thousand. Now you save 37% taxes on that, right? So uh -huh. that's the equivalent of about $2,600, all right? So now instead of you having a $10,000 investment in the deal, now after taxes, you only have a $7,600 investment. Yeah, I said that right, $7,600 investment in the deal because you save uh, $7,400 investment in the deal because you saved $2,600 in taxes. So now the question is, is are they going to make more money than $7,400? And, and, and is it, it's not like an investment you could sell, right? Like stock. No, you can definitely cannot sell it. You'll, you'll be stuck in it until the, the uh, general partner decides. You see, that's what happened with a lot of these deals back in the 1980s is that they gave them the big tax write-offs, even the legitimate ones, Section 8 housing, and they told them they were going to sell these properties for more money in 10 years. Well, 10 years came around, they couldn't sell them for more money, and 30 and 40 years later, even today, we've had some clients that had some of these deals that they had bought from other people, because I only sold, I think, three of them to people mm -hmm. back then. And... Uh, um, and to this day, people still own those deals because they still aren't worth more than what they paid for them. Uh, um, you know, okay. so so you, you get yes, yeah, so you're getting money up front. So the question is, are you getting how will the underlying investment will, perform will, how, how over time? Over time, yeah. Yep. And the it. question you have to ask yourself is, is are they wildcat drilling or do they have actual oil coming out of the ground? Probably they're wildcat no, drilling. I and, have no idea. Well, that's that's the question. You have. Whenever you're dealing with drilling, you're, you're asking yourself, are you dealing with developed wells that have proven oil reserves coming out of them? Or are you, are you buying uh, wildcat holes where they think there's oil down there and they're going to drill these holes, you're going to get these tax deductions but now if they don't hit oil, you end up with nothing. So you lost $7,400 of your $10,000 investment after taxes. And is that worth it? And, you know, I, this is the kind of garbage that people peddle to people and never really explain what the heck they're doing. Yeah, I get it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, lots, lots to think about, but I appreciate your insight because I've got yep. two different kinds of answers. One said, oh, yeah, go ahead and do it. Another one said, similar to yours, no, don't do it. 
Well, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying you got to really do your homework. Whenever somebody leads with tax benefits, you got to do your homework and figure out what exactly am I getting? What's the probability of success? Who are these people? Et cetera, et cetera. If I, if I actually knew that I had a very knowledgeable driller that I was honest and I could trust, you know, I would probably consider the idea. But a lot of these, they're just leading with the tax benefits, suckering people in. They're doing a bunch of drilling, end up with nothing. But the driller and the guy that sold it made money. You didn't. But, you know, hey, there was always yeah. hope that you could. Right. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yep. Well, I appreciate your input, and right. thank you both, and Take have care. a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you. You too. You have the same Bye-bye. one. And Take care. We're on an open show, Chris, 410-922-6680, 410-922-6680, if you want to call and ask a question. Anybody online, Chris? Uh, if they are, they're not calling us. Oh, they're not calling us. Okay. They're on somebody else's line, you know? They're probably calling the financial advisor on the other show that actually uh, knows something as compared to us, you know? Anyway, 410-922-6680 if you want to call in and ask a question. And uh, again, I just want to reiterate something else that's a real pet peeve of mine, and that is online savings accounts. If you're sitting there with money in uh, brick-and-mortar bank savings accounts, you're killing yourself. You know, you've got ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars in a brick-and-mortar savings account. They literally are paying you zero percent interest on your savings account. Hear me again: zero. You put in fifty thousand, and you're going to get about five bucks of interest at the end of the year if you're lucky. Okay, you put it in one of these online savings account, Capital One 360. This is the Capital One, but it's the online version of Capital One. Capital One 360 just raised their rate to 3%. $50,000 at 3% is $1,500 compared to $5 that Wells Fargo and Bank of America and PNC and M&T are offering you on your savings account. But you know what? Many of you are going to come see me, and you're going to still have money sitting out there in MNT, PNC, B of A, and you're going to be making nothing. And the reason is, is because you just don't want to take the time to do it, or you're afraid of online savings. But here's the funny thing, Chris. Most people dealing with Wells Fargo and PNC and M&T and Bank of America are doing it online now anyway. <laughs> and so it really strikes me as funny when they say, you know, well, I just don't know about these online accounts. I can't go grab the door handle. You know? <laughs> but you're not grabbing the door handle anymore at those banks either. So anyway, um, you know, get your money out of those banks and get them into online savings accounts. We got to take another pause. We'll be at the end of our show. Nobody's on the line. 410-922-6680 410-922-6680 This is Drew Tignanelli, host of Money, Riches and Wealth Wednesday nights at 6pm doing what a personal financial advisor should do Is your personal financial advisor your tax expert? Is your financial advisor able to guide your estate plan? Is your financial advisor able to help with college planning, retirement planning mortgages, Medicare, Social Security company benefits or as a comprehensive advisor to business owners? Is your financial advisor independent from brokerage firms or insurance companies? Is your financial advisor unable to take commissions or referral fees in direct conflict of their professional relationship with you? Is your advisor a fiduciary working in your best interest? Despite the commissions and fees you pay, you're unable to answer one question, yes. Do our financial physical and experience the difference. 
We are so confident that the financial physical is unconditionally guaranteed. To learn more, call 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or financialphysical.com. Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We're back, Money, Riches, and Wealth. We have callers online, and we're just going to run right to We're going to run right through them. Hal, Dave, Dave, and Tom. Let's see what we can do. Hal, Hal, welcome to the show. What can we do for you? I, I got a question of eight HSA. Okay. Yeah. When, you do, when you turn 65, you, you have to sign up for Medicare? Uh, no, you don't have to. Are you still working? Well, it's my wife, actually. Your wife's still working? Yes, she would be. That's the perfect retirement. Your wife's still working and your television is still working. Well, I'm not retired yet, so. <laughs> anyway, um, and she carries the medical insurance, right? Right. And you're covered under that? Yes. Then you don't. Yet. I'm, old, I'm older than her, but I don't have it yet. Yeah, but that's fine. As long as she's carrying medical insurance for you, you do not have to sign up for Medicare. Uh, are you collecting Social Security, though? No, I'm not. Okay. Once you collect Social Security, you'll automatically be enrolled in Medicare A. If you want to keep the HSA, in other words, your contribution, you can contribute $1,000 a year as a catch-up contribution. If you want to continue I, I to do that, you cannot sign up for Medicare. I know. I, I signed up for A before I listened to you say that, so I... I bought that, but my wife has a family plan, and she's in it. Okay. Well, as long as you're not contributing, she can contribute as much as she wants, and you can sign up for A and B, and she can still use the HSA for your benefit. The HSA, using the HSA for the benefit of somebody is only dependent upon if you're on the tax return of the individual, not if you're on a high-deductible plan, not if you're anything else at all. All that matters is, is she on your, are you on her tax return with her? And the answer is yes, you file a joint tax return. Yep. So the HSA can be used for your benefit. You just can't contribute because you're on Medicare A. You can sign up for Medicare B if you want to, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Got all right. Another quick question. Yep. I think she's retiring this year. It'll be after she's 65. Well, is it per month is a maximum deduction or the deduction per month? Yeah, it's a pro rata. So if pro she uh, if she retired in June 30th, six months of the year, that's yep. uh, half of the year, then she would be able to contribute half of the HSA, uh, and it would be next year. I think it's like 6,700. So she'd be able to do 3,350. And. I guess the other thing, they, they give $3,400. 37 that, that counts as that half for the year. What's that? They they put in $3,400. Okay. Well, that. Well, well you, you know, you have to count that toward whatever 50% of the max is. So if they if they put in full 3400 and you can only put in, uh, let's say, 4000 let's just yeah. use that number, then... Um, then you know you have to subtract that from the four thousand, and that's all that you extra can put in. Okay. That's kind of what right. I figure. Thank you. You're we get a run. All Let's right. Thanks, Al. Take call. care. Yep. We've got Dave in Elkin City. Welcome, Dave. 
Good evening. Thanks for the show. Listen, I'm a retired military. Um, I was on TRICARE, and then my wife turned uh, 65, and she retired, and I'm turning, I turned 65, and my rates for insurance went from $130 a month to now $800 a month with Medicare. Um, I was paying, because I have TRICARE, we, you know, we were on TRICARE, we didn't pay anything, and we had a $130 supplement that we used and had for years. As soon as we went into TRICARE, and the reason I'm calling is it seems just terribly wrong that I went from 130 to $800 a month in, in my health care payments because, yes, we, we both pay in, in, into Medicare at 145 bucks a month each, but then we have Irma because I'm still working. She's retired, but I'm still working, and we have to pay another $340 each into that, mm. which when you total 140 140 Because your income's whatever. well over 250000 then, right? Yes. Yeah. So when do you intend to retire yourself? So um, I uh, draw Social Security at 66 and a half. So I'm planning on August of next year, which will put me at that uh, at that time. And I'm going to retire then, if, if not earlier. Okay. So remember that when you do retire, make sure you file an SSA 44. That's a statement to the Social Security Administration and Medicare that you make less than 250 now that you're retired and or whatever your income is and that you need to drop your Medicare B premium back immediately. They can't wait until you file two years later your tax return to show it. So that's a very important form to remember, SSA 44. But you're absolutely correct that when you turn 65 and you go on to uh, TRICARE, you have to sign up for Medicare Part B and with Irma, you will pay a boatload of money. I know. I pay it too, my friend. So, um, uh, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, it's still better insurance. Uh, TRICARE is still the best Medigap supplemental you'll ever have. But unfortunately, Medicare B is going to hit you hard. Okay. Terrible the best thing you could do is thing. just retire and get your income back down below the the two hundred and thirty-two thousand dollar limit, I think it is now. Yeah, that's, trust me, I think about that every Friday. Thank you, guys. <laughs> okay, it. thanks for calling, Dave. Take care. Okay. All right, Dave and Freeland. Dave, hi. How are you? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Quick question: uh, My father-in-law passed away and left a couple of trust funds for my sons. Do I have to pay, pay taxes on uh, transactions for buying and selling any stocks during the year? Um, well, let me ask you a question. How old is your son? Uh, 12 and 18. Well, 12 and 17. So every year, the transactions, the, the gains and losses, the interest and dividends, if money was sent out of that trust to your children for their benefit, either paying school tuition or buying them uh, some things or whatever the case may be, um, then that income will be distributed to the children. The children will have to file a tax return. Their tax return will then have to pay the kitty tax, which is at your tax rate. In other words, it's ridiculously complicated. Are you distributing money from the trust to the children? No, I'm not. That's why I'm wondering if I, if I sell some stock and I had a gain, do I pay anything until I pay it out to them? No, no, you're going to pay at the you're going to pay at the the trust tax rate, and that's not a good thing. You definitely want to get good tax advice before December 31st. Look at the taxable income of the trust 
And if there is taxable income in the trust of too much money, you want to distribute it out to your two children because they will pay a lot less taxes on it than the trust will. Let me just give you an example, Dave, okay? An individual hits the maximum corporate tax rate, I mean the, the income tax rate, at about 600000 of income. A trust hits the maximum tax rate at $12,900. Well, Did you hear that? Now, that yeah. tells you that you need to make sure you get good tax advice on that before December 31st. And the best way to deal with it, if necessary, is make a distribution to your two children. Spend it on something. Spend it on college. Spend it on a car. Pay their car insurance. Whatever. You reimburse yourself for things you've paid for them that aren't parental obligations. Very important. It's a great question. Uh, I can't give you any more advice if I don't know the specifics, all right? Right, sure. All right, get uh, get some max- good advice, my friend. And if I wanted to add to that trust money-wise, is there a maximum? You, can, you cannot here? add to that trust. I can't add to it. Okay, thank no. you. Unless right. it, in the trust document it says you can, but normally I've never seen. It's not common that right. you will see it. I'll have to add. I'll have to look it up and see what it, what it says. Thank you very I, much. I doubt it. Yeah, all right. Good okay. question. Thanks, and Dave. another, Chris? Well, we've got Tom. We've got uh, 15 seconds. Well, let's try. All right. Tom, hi. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Is it now a good time to ladder treasury uh, bills and bonds? Like Absolutely. Like a ladder? Absolutely. Very good question, and it's a simple answer. Absolutely. This is the time to do it. Great. Thank you. All right. All right Thanks, buddy. sir. Thanks Take for care. hanging on. All right. Great. So what he means, Chris, is buying some bonds with a three-month maturity, buy some with two-year maturity, buy some with a five-year maturity, some with a seven and some with a 10, or maybe even going out to the 30, and that's called a ladder. It's with the rates the way they are. Why not? You know, it's perfectly sound strategy. Sure, right you could now. either do it from, from you know three months to two years, or you could go out even farther. Either way, it's certainly right. something to consider. We're at the end of our show. This is Drew Tignanelli saying God bless. Show them the way you feel Things are gonna